Motherhood, Mothershood. Hi, my name is Kathleen Brown, and you have just entered the wonderful world of Motherhood, Mothershood, a series of 20-minute podcasts where my main focus is to help moms and parents love raising their kids and to enjoy that special time that comes and goes so quickly. This episode will focus on getting ready for the new school year during COVID-19 quarantine. Being the mom of seven has given me ample navigational skills to advise and console and tell some amazing stories about raising seven wonderful children with my husband during 20 challenging years. These seven went on to become professionals in the field of medicine, two becoming dentists, one in training as a doctor of chiropractic medicine, two registered nurses, one nurse practitioner, and a nutritionist business entrepreneur. I have also earned my stripes as I am a national board certified teacher in Los Angeles for the last 23 years, 11 years teaching elementary and junior high level, and 12 years in special education. In preparing for this series, Motherhood, Mothershood, I needed to scavenge through endless photographs, saved school assignments, and yes, rediscovered multiple handmade Mother Day cards and realized how quickly time has flown. You just don't realize it while you are in the day-to-day trenches of life. Motherhood sounds like a fairy tale land, but it is hard, messy, joyful, and painful. Unfortunately, there are some parents who can't wait for their kids to hit that 18th birthday and go out the door. But I want you to understand that you need to enjoy every day, every milestone, every cry, every laugh, and have faith as you move slowly through the journey from infancy to the independence of your child. As mother or parent, you are the bridge. You are the gap in your own best way for your child. Today, we will address getting ready for school during this very challenging COVID-19 year. I don't have to talk about how crazy things are right now. Many of us have already dealt with three months of quarantine and teaching our kids this past spring. I, being a teacher, was told by my principal just two days prior to March 13th that I would have to shut down my classroom for possibly two weeks and that I should prepare some work packets for my students to complete while at home or at least until further notice. Well, needless to say, the COVID change has come hard and violent like a bucking bronco. The word change is mild to say. This virus has ripped us from our norm. With so much tragic loss of life, 
and needed caution towards protection from its contagiousness. We have suddenly curtailed our movements, stifled our independence, and lost control of our hectic lifestyles, which we thought we were in control of, or maybe it was controlling us. Our one hour plus commutes while sipping breakfast and catching up with the latest information on cell phones at the same time dropping off our kids at school. And uh-oh, shoes are on the wrong foot and yike, I notice in the mirror as I walked into work that I put my own blouse on inside out. Yes, these are typical cries that we now probably should just put on the back burner for a while. The hustle bustle lifestyle, which we loved, hmm, I guess, where we were going from sports tournaments and toting athletic equipment around on the weekends, is now everybody just staying home. I think I have filled up my car with gas maybe twice since March. Yes, now we are fighting not the war against time, but we are fighting the war against COVID-19. And raising your children in quarantine is no joke. Just like any battle, you have several fronts. The mounting news of contagious data, dealing with multi-generational homes, working from home and being a makeshift educator. And goodness, it took me five years of college to learn to be a teacher. And it's still hard to navigate a typical busy school day. But yes, life is very confusing now. We need to change our mindset in order to continue moving forward to combat this foe of COVID-19 and the overwhelming feelings we may be experiencing. Yes, my dear, motherhood was never promised to be a fairy tale wonderland. But in a funny way, I am dissecting my quarantine time and finding that it is manageable if I try. It depends on how you think. Many see this time as dogma, boring, or a force which has been put upon us from nature. Even the media commercials bombard us with visions of families longingly looking out their windows as they hope to go outside again or at least back to normalcy. Yet I must say, I have met neighbors that I never knew before. I don't have to fight traffic. And finally, I have that precious time with my mom since she is now ailing. Not to mention finishing up those projects that have loomed for years. It is all about adapting, having persistence and patience. As you are adapting to this new school year, learn from your experiences of last year and use this wisdom, this wisdom, excuse me, for the new school year. Think back to March, April, and May. In interviewing some parents, some said that nothing went right, that the whole experience was frustration. 
Maybe we all crashed and burned as none of us knew what we were doing, but we made it through. And if we are standing healthy, then we are all doing better than many who are truly suffering. Think hard, be grateful, use what worked, tweak it, and let's try again. My situation is totally different than yours. As a teacher, I will work probably from nine to three, then grade, prepare my lesson, in the middle of taking care of my mom who has slight dementia and grandkids who come in and out all the time. My mom will probably be knocking on my bedroom door wanting this or that. There'll be constant phone calls and I'll be waiting in the Zoom rooms more than I want to, balancing many spinning plates in my household. Yet every situation is typical during this virus. There are some with four kids, a job going on, multiple assignments due at the same time. There are some who must leave for work and hope their children will be okay while they work a second shift. And some have no clue how to teach a geometric algorithm. While a student of mine last year who was homeless will have to live in her car again park near a Starbucks to pick up the internet hotspot in order to see this day's lesson. Yes, we are all at war, but we all have one thing in common. We love our children. They need us to be calm, have patience and understanding. However your household is set up, from the grandest to the most modest. Home is the safest place for most of us. Our refuge, our experience of our children. It can be dysfunctional, but we as parents must remember that we were once children too. And young people are watching us as we model our reactions to this horrible disease and they are witnesses to us in how we are adapting either positively or negatively. Here are five ways to make the beginning of our school year better for ourselves and our children. First, create a positive mindset about school. Become excited about the year. Create conversations about how great this year will be. Model your enthusiasm so that they will be enthusiastic also. Don't say, oh, here we go again. No, uh-uh. Education is the most important task for a child to conquer. It gives them self-esteem as a child learns one task at a time. And as a teacher, I know a child that has victory in the small things will learn to develop tenacity for greater things in life. To prepare for this year, begin by joining with your child and planning what the year or simply coming month may look like. Obtain textbooks from their school and look through them together. 
educate yourself on your child's state curriculum standards, which you could find on the internet. And you will discuss the concept and learn how to align it as you tackle it together. Prepare yourselves with videos, which will teach you the concept. You can practice step-by-step sequential ways to teach it. And there are great platforms such as Khan Academy and Chegg, C-H-E-G-G, which is popular with high school and college education and is very, very popular in tutor assistance. In addition, parents should join together and create learning pots where each person pays a little bit of money towards a big pool of money to pay for a tutor to teach one concept online to maybe a small group of kids, maybe your neighbors, maybe your classmates. Believe me, there are college students who need an extra gig right now. Finally, get a poster board and create a dream or vision board, which will contain maybe goals written down or pictures of things they may want to become. Magazine pictures can be cut out and pasted to the board. And this can be placed near a designated learning area. These things will give focus to school and respect for learning. We're gonna take a quick break right now because I wanted to thank the podcast platform, Anchor. Anchor has been a wonderful tool in my developing this podcast. This is my first podcast and I really appreciate how it is free. I didn't have to pay a cent. It's easy to access. It was step-by-step on putting this together and distribution of the podcast to all accessible areas in social media, which I know nothing about. This is easy way to talk about what might be on your mind during this time. While you do have time on your hands, if you have something to say, say it. And I recommend it highly by using Anchor. Let's get back to school now. Number two, prepare a place in your home as a special workplace for your child. A special desk, a corner of the room, or a place on the porch even that is dedicated to learning for each child in your house. This should be a place of honor, a place which has specific items in the caddy or backpack just for that child. And as mentioned, there are kids who are homeless out there and they make working from their car work. They have a pocket with supplies and they keep it there in their car. Have those children of yours accountable for these things. Call it their space, their imaginary apartment building. That's what I always told my students and they took much better care of their things knowing that it was their responsibility. There are many back to school sales and giveaways to help kids right now become excited about school. 
Older students can also order lockers online and develop that sense of pride and create ownership as they decorate it with stickers, excuse me, decals and school logos. And you know, write down inspirational posters, messages, sayings, prayers, anything. All this starts off each year strong, but each day, say an affirmation. Start it with, I am great, I am awesome, I can achieve all things. Number three, develop responsibility and independence starting from day one of the school year. Your parent-child responsibility must now become parent-child-team responsibility. This is hard because children act totally different with their own parents than they do with their teachers. There must be responsibility discussed with your student, with your child, before school begins, especially in the elementary years. You know, when they want to whine or cry when you want them to do something. In middle school and high school, they must understand their responsibility towards you as the authority during that time after the Zoom goes off and it's time to do the work at home with you being the tutor. We will discuss parent-child roles more in detail on my next podcast. But let's continue. Organize your child by developing a daily routine which is similar to their own school day. But be flexible because this is a routine and there is no school bell. Have your kids get up the same time though every day. Have them shower, eat breakfast, and be ready when that Zoom meeting begins. My grandkids' school enforces Zoom etiquette, which I have, be- which has become very necessary after thinking back to my spring. I would see my students laying down in bed in their pajamas. Now I know many of us on Zoom. We're in our PJs and even underwear from waist down during some meetings. But you know, let's all start off this school year on a better foot. Let's show up on time, table and supplies ready, and fully dressed. Students should not be eating during any Zoom meetings. It is too distracting to the other students who are on Zoom. And younger children can have a checkoff board or folder, while middle-aged high school and even college students can get a planner or just use their cell phone and use an app to help them organize their time. Also, no backgrounds on those Zooms. Those are also very distracting to other students. Check off a list daily with your child. You can even use cell phone transmission. If you're at work, your child can send you what they have finished and what they are going to be doing for the next few minutes. That's what my aide does at school and it works great for her. One of the many quarantine gripes of mom is that there is too much time 
or I should say free time in between our classes on Zoom. Your daily routine, then you need to make sure to put in maybe a project, an ongoing project, a daily project, chores, and that will keep them busy. You can have an older brother or sister help them. You can be on a long-term assignment that will take several months. And don't forget, holidays are coming up. Lots of projects can be done. We will talk about this again in my next podcast. Number four, be consistent with the responsibilities of your child in order for them to become more independent. Develop with your child's short-term goals and make sure there are reinforcement incentives. If they complete their task or assignment, as I said before, have it checked off and then reward them. In your school year pre-planning session with your child, make sure you have their input on the routine as well as the incentives that will motivate them. Since they have been away from school though for a long time, this first month you probably don't need to motivate them with incentives and rewards. It won't be necessary. But behavior, reinforcement, and follow-through must be consistent or you will fall flat by late October. Number five, lastly, get to know everyone on your child's educational train. Get to know the teachers and the students. Exchange emails, numbers. Believe me, group activities will occur and you get you need to get to know everybody now. I plan to have a separate Zoom with my each student of mine and their parent. And if your teacher doesn't plan to have one of those, make an appointment through their school to make sure that they do talk to you about your needs and your particular situation. Once the school year is two or three weeks deep, then teachers get busy and the conversation will not be as focused. It is healthy to join with other parents to discuss assignments, swap ideas, and websites which support learning. And sometimes you need to spout a little bit. Believe me, it's okay. Parents are powerful if they join together. So express your expectations as a group to the teacher and as a group to your group of children that will be working together. If you start off strong, then the crazy COVID things that are bound to occur will be met with a solid relationship which can curve many issues. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Next week's podcast, we will discuss scheduling your new year. Parent trainings, spouse training, student time training will all be put into this podcast. And everyone has to have input or it will not work as well. This is important because you should not be alone. This is a crazy hard time and we should accomplish things together. Follow my podcast on Instagram and Facebook. I will probably put some of my kids' pictures so that you can see my family. 
please post questions and I will try to get to them week to week. My podcast is only 20 minutes and I will upload it weekly. Let's go on this journey together and grow. I have the experience, so let's spend time together. Thank you again. God bless you. And remember, love the journey of being a mother. Thank you.